1: Reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The NBA is back. Where else can a city this loud be this left on? And 30 feet is still in range. Where else is history? Still in the mate. The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. This is Derek C. Paul, the managing editor over here at Rams Talk. We're with today the man, the myth, the legend, Norm Hightower, doing a quickie, a quick podcast just with some major news coming out. Well, I don't know, I don't know if you call it major, but for the Rams, major. Malcolm Brown, our back running back, getting some good time in this year, down for we don't know how long, and definitely with the MCL injury. Norm, how does this affect the Rams?
2: It's going to certainly hurt him because that's, that's the guy that they've had backing up Gurley so far in the entire season. But, uh, Lance Dunbar looks like he's going to be coming back. So he, he might fill in that role. And then you got Justin Davis who, other than some fumble issues in preseason, looked extremely good and I think could be a different pace back for the Rams. So it's, it's going to hurt a little bit because they depended on him to come in and, and fill a role. And he did a he did a very good job for him, so it, it'll hurt him a little bit, but I really don't think it's going to hurt him that much because I think they've got some good depth there.
1: I think, I think it could hurt him, him. I, you I know, know, especially in cases where Todd Gurley needs a spell. I honestly believe watching Malcolm Brown run, that he could be a thousand yard plus rusher in this league. I'm serious, dead serious. Don't you're probably rolling your eyes at me right now, but seeing how hard he runs, seeing some of the decisions he makes when he hits holes. I really, I really like this guy. I really like when he brings the Rams offense. So I think, I think it's a pretty big loss, especially in games where the Rams do need to spell early. Now they could also use, you know, table on Austin, like they've been using him. Maybe a few more carries here in there. Austin's very familiar with the run game. And then you mentioned Lance Dunbar. We
2: don't,
1: I don't even know what to expect from Lance Dunbar.
2: I really don't. Well, before the injury, Lance Dunbar probably would have been the starting backup over Malcolm Brown. I, I, I truly believe that that would have been the case. So if he's back into form and 100% and able to cut and move and, and do all the things that he's known for and he's had enough time on the practice field to, to get back into football shape, I, I really think he'll be fine. Justin Davis, I really like that kid. I, I think Justin Davis in a year or two could be a starter in the league as well. I love his speed. I love how he picks a hole and just, you know, he's like a rocket ship when he flies through it. So I, I really think they'll be okay. You know, you never, you're never perfect when you lose somebody – like Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown's done a great job for us, and you know we're certainly going to miss having him out there. But I think there's enough depth, and I think our offense is cre- you know our offense is creative enough that it's not going to make that much of a difference. Well, also, also in the Rams, Rams news, Jared, Jared
1: Goff, Goff wins the offensive player of the week. Should, should we expect this out of him from now on? on?
2: Well, I think you should expect it at you know a time or two. I don't I don't think you're going to see it every week from him. He's customarily struggled against tougher defenses. And and when I say struggled, he he hasn't necessarily had the kind of numbers and as crisp and sharp as games as he's he's had prior to that. But I I could truly see him having player of the week or offensive player of the week honors again. Sure, he's stepped up this year. I think he's proved himself, and and he's doing a great job. And I'm really happy that, well, okay, let's say it another way. As you know, I was a big Carson Wentz guy. I thought Carson Wentz was our, was our future, and I, I said I wouldn't be disappointed if they took Goff, but I really thought Carson Wentz would be our guy. Carson Wentz obviously is playing well, but if we had drafted Carson Wentz, how well would he have played under Jeff Fisher in Jeff Fisher's system, and would he have started right away, and would he be where he's at right now? I seriously doubt it. So I really, I really think that we're seeing Goff come into his own, get comfortable, I think there's a great relationship with the coaches. I think he's grasping the system. He's definitely moving better in the pocket. All the things he needs to do, taking care of the football, all those things he's starting to do consistently. And so, yeah, I I would expect to see it another time or two before the end of the year.
1: Well, you know, the weird thing about golf, and
2: maybe this is a good segue into looking at
1: past expectations. You know, when this season began, I would have told you if Goff can throw 20 to 25 touchdowns a year, minimize interceptions 10 to 15, I'd be okay with that. As long as he can manage the offense and, and move the football. And that mean manage the offense. I not mean that in a negative way. But now we're seeing him develop, we're seeing this offense develop, and I don't think I can even hold to expectation anymore. At 25 and 15, the way he's moving in this offense with Sean McVay at the helm here, that he could be a 30, 35 touchdown guy every year. Maybe more. The way, he, you know, his maturity level. And I mean this in a way, and I, I know I've been pessimistic on Jared Goff. I honestly believe we could not just see Offensive Player of the Weeks. We could see him down the line competing for MVP trophies. If this rate of development continues, and he continues to ply his craft the way we've seen him do under McVeigh. We didn't really see him ply that craft last year on, under Fisher, but you know what? Fisher, who did Fisher really bring in to coach him up, Right. really?
2: Well, he's he's sitting at 13 touchdowns right now halfway through the season. So if he continues on the pace that he's at, he's looking at 26 touchdowns, and I think he'd be quite pleased with that for his second year, especially with only four interceptions. So if he if he doubles his numbers now, it'd be 26 touchdowns and eight interceptions. I'd take that every year from him. Sure. I, I certainly think he'll, he'll do better than that, and I think there's a lot of things that have happened that have helped him improve outside of his own skill level. And what I mean by that, our offensive line is playing way better than it did last year. And every game, they're there's continuing to gel and become one unit, which is great to see. I love seeing the Rams tackles and guards down the field, blocking on run plays and on screen passes. They're out there. They're given. You can see the effort they're given, and they're really playing hard. And that wasn't there last year. Now, whether that was because of the system that we had uh, the offensive coordinator we had, the eighth-grade offense that we ran last year. <laughs> if it was one of those things, I can understand. But, I mean, look at last game. He didn't get sacked once. Our offensive line, they're getting a few penalties a game, but that's it. They're not getting the consistent false starts. They're not getting the consistent holding calls. So the offensive line's playing better. He's obviously got a better receiving core. So he can depend on guys to run the routes that he's expecting. And he's got guys that will go after the ball and catch it. So there's a lot of things on the team that have happened to help Goff improve. But just seeing the consistency, the way he goes through his progressions, the way his footwork's going, the way he's actually moving in and out of the pocket, stepping up in the pocket sometimes when he needs to, getting out of the pocket and rolling out when he needs to, all those things are way better than what we've seen from him in the past. And so I really think if he continues to grow at this pace, uh, he could be a Pro Bowl quarterback for years to come.
1: And you You mentioned mentioned the the offensive offensive line, line too, in in terms terms of, again, again, we're kind of on this expectations mode in this this conversation. Is entering this season, season, I don't think anybody expected this offensive line line to protect Goff as well as it has. We expected it to be improved. We knew we had a fide left tackle in there, 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 you know, Mr. Whitworth. We knew that – it, it couldn't, couldn't be, be any worse than last year, but, but I don't. I didn't expect them to be as good as, good as they are this year. year. And, and just an interesting stat. I I, I, I I couldn't. Could, this blew, blew my mind when, when I saw, saw this. I don't, I don't remember the, the source. source. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't remember the source. I'll, I'll, I'll try, try and find I, it. Did, did you guys know, know that Jared, Jared Goff wasn't even touched against the Giants?
2: Yeah, I I told you that. I mean, he wasn't knocked. Hardly even knocked down. I think the only time he was knocked down was when he tripped in the end zone and fell. During the celebration, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how do you,
1: you know? And, and so, so again, expectation level. Roger Saffold. We could have, you know, know for, for years, years we, we poked fun at Roger Saffold for his injury issues. We knew he was tough. We knew the guy was a fighter. That was never a question. Just, just, the fact that he could not stay healthy. And oh my gosh, knock on wood. I'm saying that by the way. Knock on freaking wood. There we go. <laughs> knock on wood. Okay. okay. Well, he's been outstanding this year. His, his, his pro football focus scores are off the chart. He had an honorable mention this week for his performance. You know, we really need to consider what he's done as well. And again, the idea of performing above expectations. And I think that, Norm, this is a great segue back to the beginning of the year. When we previewed the season, we talked about you know wins, losses, and, and it, I, I'll take ownership here. I you know me I'm Mr. Pessimistic. I go 6 and 10. You I think you said
2: did you say 9 and 7? I said 9 and 7.
1: Yeah. I I said 6 and 10 and now the expectations change. I think I did not tell you but it, I, I believe I said that if the Rams went 6 and 10, I would be happy with that.
2: Yeah, with a new head coach, new offense and all that. Yeah, you said you'd be happy with that. And we talked about that the other day you and I on the phone and and, and I asked you. So if they lose every game the rest of the year, are you still going to be okay with 6-10? and 10? And your answer was, no, absolutely <laughs> not. You see, and that's
1: the, really the great thing about watching a team develop. As you watch your team that you're following, you're covering develop, as the expectations change, your view changes. And so I, I can't sit there and say I would be happy now at 6-10 because now I know they're a better football team than me. If they were to go 6-10 now... They finished the year on an eight-game losing streak, and who the heck wants that going into the offseason?
2: Well, it looks like the 7-9 and nine bullshit's over with.
1: Yeah.
2: It's just not under Jeff Fisher.
1: <laughs> and uh, we, we, we talked about this as well. I guess we're kind of bringing this this personal conversation over to the podcast, and that is where does this team finish? They have the Cardinals ahead, and I think that's, that, that can be a trap game. But they're the better team right now. The Rams are the better team. team. We can, we can count that as a win. Um, we, we should be able, be able to count, count the Four ers game as games games a win. There's, there's two, two games right there. We, we should, should be able, able to count, count the Texas game as a win. That, that could be a trap too. The Texans, the Texans have, have enough in them to, them to give the Rams a run for their money.
2: But there's three wins right there. Yeah. So that makes them that makes them with nine wins, regardless of what happens everywhere else. So that's if they win the game, they should win. Correct. And now let's say. Of the, of the other, other tough opponents, opponents they have left. left.
1: They, they, have the, they have the Saints, they, they have, have the Vikings, Vikings, they have the Eagles, they, they have, have who else off, 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 off the top of my head here. Um,
2: Seahawks, Cardinals, yeah, Seahawks, sucks, and you know, so let's just say they, well, say they win, win two, two of those tough
1: games. Tough they're eleven, 11 and five. I'm sorry, I five. I couldn't imagine, imagine them going 11, eleven and five. I think, I think Johnny, Johnny called it eleven to five to start the year.
2: Yeah, he did. And Johnny's you know, forever the optimist and you're forever the pessimist, and I'm kinda somewhere in between leaning a little more towards the optimistic side. And uh, they've definitely met – I think I told you on the phone, they've already met my expectations with six wins. And if they were to go 500 the rest of the year, I wouldn't be happy about it, but it would be okay. Well, you know, if, if they, they go, go 500, 500 the rest of the, of the year against that tough schedule, schedule I think I'd, think I'd be okay. okay. They, they go 10-6, and, and they're, they're
1: probably, probably in the playoffs. playoffs. Correct. And, and so, so, you, you know, know what? what? For, for a first year under a 31-year-old, 31-year-old head coach – you know, you know what, I'd be, I'd be happy, happy with that. Now, now, of course, you know, we, we all, all want more. We all, all want to see this team go deeper. And, you know, this, this week, all of a sudden, you're seeing this, this rash amount of predictions where, you know, Peter King, King from SI.com has, has the Rams going to the Super Bowl and beating the Patriots, by the way, <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Okay. Which, which by, by the way, would, would be 16 years of happiness, happiness finally. You know, <laughs> all those years <laughs> of suffering and painful, remembering, remembering that, that loss of Super Bowl 36. That, that goes, goes away, way, at, at least, least someone, someone, to, to beat, beat Tom Brady,
2: that be, but that's, that's asking a lot. Sure. It, it, it doesn't matter what team you are. If you're a good football team, your odds of making the Super Bowl, unless you're New England, there's nothing written in sown here. I mean, there's a lot that has to happen. Your people have to stay healthy. Your players have to perform at the level of expectation and There's a lot of good football teams, you know, there's 32 football teams in the league and there's 16 in the NFC. So we got to be the first team out of 16 to make it to the Super Bowl. And that's, that's some pretty hot odds, especially for a first year head coach. So if that happens, oh my God, I'd be thrilled to death. But if they were just to make the playoffs or even come close to making the playoffs, I, I think I'd be thrilled to death. I just, it's just nice to see football back in the Horns uniforms. It's nice to see the Rams performing. At a level to where you know you got a chance to win every game. When's the last time you sat down in front of a TV or went to a stadium and watched the Rams play and had any expectation that they might win that game? It's, it's, it's. I mean, you're always the uh, pessimist. You're always the pessimist. You're always the pessimist. So, um,
1: give, give me, me a, a second. second. I gotta I think, think about, about this, this one. one. Um, <laughs> Who was last to in to play the Cleveland Browns? Browns? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, besides that, you know, honestly, I guess it's a better question, and this is not me trying to dispute your question, but maybe give your question a little more depth. Is when was the last time we went to, you know, we started a season really expecting the see the, 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 the um, or even got to any point in the season where we expected the Rams to win consistently? And if that, if we're going to answer that question, is probably. We entered the 2004 2004 season not knowing that 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 was pretty pretty much the end. We thought, you know, entering the 2003 offseason, they were going to be okay. So I guess guess that that would be it, 2003-2004.
2: There were moments with Sam Bradford that I was a little hopeful and could see some promise there. But then we're talking about Sam Bradford. If that had been Sam Bradford, that would have tripped in the end zone on the celebration he'd have torn his ACL. So, (laughs) <laughs> well, his knee might, might have fallen fall off,
1: bro, you know. I mean, and, and, and by the way, folks, uh, Sam Bradford on the IR for, for the Vikings, Vikings and we're, we're cracking jokes about Sam Bradford. Bradford. Uh, the, guy the guy did try his darnest as a Ram, Ram and yeah, it's a shame that his NFL career has gone this way because uh, he's, uh, he's a, a good guy. guy I, believe, I, I, I I really believe that this is a and I, I wish things, things would have gone, gone differently for him.
2: Yeah, I don't think he's just. I don't think he's physically built to be an NFL quarterback below the waist it's just there's too many injuries and I feel bad for him too and and we poke fun at him but I I do feel bad for what happened and you know he's fought back and he's been traded and he's gone from team to team and at moment there were moments where he looked brilliant and you thought well maybe he can come back and then the injury bug hits again but I think the thing about the Rams that I've noticed the most you know with you being a school teacher you see your students start off at the age that you receive them, and then you watch them continue through school and you watch them grow and, and, and become adults, and, and you see the changes that happen, not only physically but mentally and spiritually, and the kids become a, a school unit where they start finding new friends, and you see the little cliques going on, and they continue to grow up, and they join clubs, and it's, it's something that's kind of like a fact of life that you expect. Now, you look at the Rams... The last couple of years, in the locker room, on the sidelines, you didn't see, it was like watching a group of high school kids. They just, they didn't look like they had any confidence, they didn't know what they were doing, it was all, they were, I mean, they're so used to losing that they were pessimists themselves, and now you look at the sidelines, and they are a totally different team. They've matured, they've grown up, they've become a unit, they've become a family, and it's really nice to see.
1: Well, well I, I guess one word that, word that comes, comes to, mind, to mind, you know, if you're, if if you're, you're going to go with, with the teacher, teacher point of view, watching, watching them mature really to me into professionals. Into and into for the, the last, last five years under Jeff, under Jeff Fisher, Fisher you, you saw every, every once, once in a while that gleaming, gleaming of professionalism, and, and then they go back, back into immaturity. This, this team is professional. They are mirroring their coach. Sean McVay eats, sleeps, drinks, probably you know everything in between football. Okay, Okay. and And if if that that is is the case case with him, and it it is, by the way, how can can you not not fall in line line with that? that? We we saw it in the Jacksonville Jacksonville game and moving out to you know the Cardinal Cardinal game, game. just Just the the way way they handled that, that. and everything is a science now with them. Everything is a plan, even down to training for these, preparing for time zone changes for road trips. You know that's why they're doing so well on the road. It's because they're prepared and there's a professional, and they've all bought into it. That, that is, is what Super Bowl, Super Bowl teams do. And this is why, why I'm kind of – I feel, feel even, even – oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. I'm going to say, say it, Norm. Norm. I feel optimistic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel optimistic that this <laughs> team isn't, this isn't just going to be a playoff, playoff team, one team one day. day. Uh, I I believe, I'm believe i starting, starting to really believe, believe that the, the, what, what they're, they're doing out there is building a Super Bowl franchise. Look at how the Patriots do it. Look at how – I, I'll, even I'll even go, go there. there. Even, even the Seahawks, Seahawks to, a degree, to a degree, have done it. it. The, the, the Steelers. The Steelers, Steelers are a great example of it. it. You, know, you know, just, just the, way the way they build their organization, they, they are professionals. They, they, are professionals. Are they, they handle their business. business. They, they have, have a plan, plan for, everything for everything they do, they do everything, everything down, down to the draft, draft to, to the way they do the road trips, everything. And the Rams, by the way, they even got the draft right this time. It didn't look like as much at the time. Jim Everett told me this best in our interview. interview. They just, just have, have football, football IQ. They're, they're football men. And and, and that, that is, is what, what you need to be Super Bowl champions, champions one day. One day. And, and that's, that's why I'm why getting, getting optimistic. optimistic. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking, drinking the Kool-Aid, the Kool-Aid because, because it's just something, something we, haven't we haven't seen, seen, seen in, in – man, man, I don't, I don't know if we've ever seen it with the Rams. In 1999, yeah, I guess you could say that. But as Mike Marsh took over, it was just slowly on this downward spiral because he wasn't that kind of coach. He had, he the, had talent, the talent you know, that, you know, that Vermeil left, left him, that the front, front office, office gave, him, gave him, and he, and he was, it was a, great a great offensive mind, mind but he, he just, just wasn't that long-term coach who could, could maintain that coach. that atmosphere, that, that, that professionalism. And so, so dude, I I with a 31-year-old, 31-year-old head, coach, head coach, we, we could, could be, be seeing that. that. It could be the Eagles and the Rams the next 10 years.
2: Yeah, I certainly don't argue that fact at all. You can see that Sean McVeigh has changed the culture, and I hate using the stereotypical words that you hear on you know, on all the shows and everything. But they really have changed the culture there, and it's awesome to see. And I seriously believe that this is going to make the Rams a force to be reckoned with for the next five to ten years. There's going to be some contract things that we've got to work out, you know, the Tremaine Johnson thing, the Aaron Donald thing. There's, you know, Todd Gurley's going to need a new contract fairly soon. There's going to be some things that come up that are going to be a little tricky. But when they, if they can figure those out and keep the core of this team together with Sean McVay at the helm, I really believe that we're looking at five to ten years of really good football in L.A. Well, hopefully, hopefully in time, time for that, for that, that stadium, stadium to, to open, open up. You know, and and, and, and one, one more thought on, on that, too. that,
1: too. If, if things, things keep, keep going, going as they, as they, as they are, are I, don't I don't see any possible, possible way that, that, that an NFL, NFL team will ever hire Jeff Fisher, Fisher
2: again. again. I would agree uh, with that 100%. You know, Maybe, maybe maybe as a coordinator or as an assistant or something like that, but I don't see him being a head coach. All right, All right folks, before, before we, move we move on, really, really quick, we, we want to go, go ahead and give a, a shout-out out to our sponsors, sponsors over at Golden Ram, Ram Barbershop. Shop. You'll, You'll find, find them at, at
1: 13755 Golden West Street in Westminster, West California, 92683. Their hours are 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Saturday 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. Sunday you're not, not going to find the open. They're watching watch the Rams. They're close. closed. You, you call, call them. Make an appointment. Make it happen. It, it, Sal, Sal Martinez, the owner, the owner there, has, has been, been, keeping been keeping the doors on, keeping the lights on for the, the Rams ever since, since they, they left for St. Louis. St. Louis. Now, now, they're now they're back. back. He's still, still there. there. His, his barbershop, barbershop give him at 714-894-7267. Go in there, get a look at his shrine to the Rams. You're going to find jerseys. You're going to find Autograph pictures. pictures, you're, you're going, going to find, to find helmets, helmets. Pretty, pretty much anything, anything Rams, Rams. You're, you're going to find it there. there. Talk, talk to the Sal, talk, talk, Rams talk Rams football, all, all day, every day. day. Get, get a great hair haircut at a great, great price. price. Use, use the promo, promo code Rams Rams Talk. talk. Again, Again, you can reach, you can reach you at 714-894-7267. Get, an, get appointment. an appointment. Golden, Golden Ram, Ram Barbershop. Oh,
0: and one more thing. If
1: you wish to sponsor us. We would, we would love, love to, have to have you have on you board. board. Email us, ramstalk1945 at, at gmail.com. We'll send, send you, all you all the details. details. We, would we would love, would love, love to do business, business with you. With you. Again, Again ramstalk1945 Rams at, at gmail.com. Well, you know, well, you you just know, just, just, think just think of in the, the, the NFC, NFC West, and during, during that same, same time span between 2007 to now, because that's when the team really hit the skids. 2007. We saw the 49ers make a comeback. We, we saw, saw the, Cardinals the Cardinals rise. We saw the the, the Seahawks come, come back to you know, you know come back to, back to earth, earth and rise, rise again. again, and, and it, it was, was fairly, fairly quick turnarounds, turnarounds for all of them. And, and, I, and I, I think, think we're going again to see it again the 49ers, 49ers too. too. And, and yet, yet you had five, five years, years, and we didn't, we didn't, didn't see, see that, that kind of turnaround. The Cardinals are a good mirror image of that. Ken when Ken Whisenhunt was removed, the Cardinals and they hired Bruce Arians. It was a very quick turnaround. It was at almost the same time. Uh, that the, uh, the Rams, Rams made, made their their switch to Fisher, and, and what did you see? Five, five years, years of eh, and, 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 and right, right away the Cardinals, the Cardinals turned around. around. So, so to, to say, say that you know it takes, takes time to build a team, team sure, but, but you can't, you can't tell, tell me the, the Rams haven't had a foundation, had a foundation for years. They had it for years, and in my view, with this quick turnaround now, I don't see any general manager in their right mind ever hiring Jeff Fisher to be their head coach again.
2: No, I would agree with you 100% on that. Let's uh, let's talk about some NFL news here real quick. Uh, Elliot Ezekiel Elliott, his suspension is back on after his injunction was denied. So the continuing soap opera with the Dallas Cowboys and Elliott uh, has taken another turn the other direction. So we don't know how many games he'll be gone this time. And then if he'll be able to play again or not this year, uh, I just really wish that It would get figured out so we wouldn't have to keep talking about it. But that's in the news. The suspension's back on after the injunction was denied. Uh, Earlier this week, the Packers cut tight end Marcellus Bennett off or put him on the waiver wire, and uh, the Pats picked him up. The Patriots picked him up today. So that's an interesting uh, pickup for them with the tight ends they already have on the roster. Uh, It's liable to make them even stronger. A.J. Green from the Cincinnati Bengals won't appeal the $42,000 fine after the Week 9 scuffle that they had on the uh, on the field. The Colts released Vontae Davis due to an injury. He's going to be uh, undergoing surgery. I don't know what that surgery is yet, but uh, it's tough to see him get released for the season because of the surgery. So that's uh, um, that's that's pretty much all the news that's going around right now. John, One real, real quick, quick
1: comment, comment on the news before we close uh, tonight's, tonight's show, show. And, and that is, I just have, have an, an honest, honest question. question: How, How on earth, earth do Jalen Ramsey and AJ, AJ Green not get, get suspended, suspended for that, that fight? fight. AJ, AJ Green picks, picks him up. up. Does, Does the, the full MMA takedown take down here, okay? okay? Takes, some, take some, you know, basically choke out, know, you know, a, ch- a choke takedown, take okay? Actually, for whatever, whatever reason, whatever decides it'd be awesome to, awesome to you know, know punch, punch Ramsey, Ramsey in the, in the head, head, except Ramsey, Ramsey still had his, his you know, helmet on. How do you not get suspended, suspended for, that? for that? What, what is, is going on in the NFL? You can you can suspend Ezekiel Elliott when he has not been found guilty of a crime. And then and you have, have two guys committing guys assault against, against each, against each other, other on the middle of the field, field embarrassing, embarrassing the league, and they, and they don't suspend them. them. I'm, I'm a little, little confused, confused as to them. what well, on, on earth the, the NFL, NFL is, doing is doing right now, now in terms, terms of a discipline, discipline policy. policy.
2: It seems like they're losing control a little bit. And if they don't get a handle on it, it's only going to get worse. So they need to be more consistent with what they do. Uh, I agree that A.J. Green sh- should have been suspended after that game. At least for for one game, he should have had to sit on the pine and, and, you know, be punished for what he did. I didn't see the whole thing before that, so I don't know what Jalen Ramsey did, you know, if he would have deserved a, a suspension or a fine or not. But he certainly didn't, you know, reverse suplex uh, A.J. <laughs> Green. So, so yeah, I agree. I think he should have been suspended. And there's a, there's a lot of that stuff going on. Like people were calling for Kiko Alonso's head to be suspended, and he wasn't suspended. So I don't know where the consistency is, and I think that the NFL needs to do something about it and do something about it sooner. We're going to continue to see this. I'm okay. I mean, that's more like old-style football to me. Back in the 60s and 70s when you used to see guys get clotheslined and, the, and the, you got the old head slap, the Deacon Jones head slap, and all those things going on. I'm okay if it goes back to that. But they need to be consistent with whatever they do. Oh, well, come, come on. on. But but let's, let's be, be honest. You would be happy if they played,
1: they played in leather helmets again. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come, come on. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean there's, there needs there's to be a consistency, consistency level here. here. And, and with, with, with all, all that, that on, Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott soccer, soccer going on, on, I don't, I don't think, think I blame, I blame Jerry, Jerry Jones for not wanting to keep Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell, to me, in terms of the the league's image, in terms of doing what's best for the NFL, has been a train wreck. You know, them, yes, you, 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 have you have profits. profits. You, what good are your profits going to be in ten years, years when, when all the little things you're doing, you're doing wrong, wrong now add up to problems down, to down, down, down the line? line. And, and that's where, where, the where the league's going, going. right there, there are, are so many, many of these different, different stories going, going around, around the, the league, league that, that I, I just, I just don't, don't see how you can bring back Goodell. I don't at least don't extend the guy yet. He has one more year left of contract, I believe, right? So why would you why would you want to extend him now? He's, He's not doing not a good, good job. job. There there is, is, I, I could rant on, 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 on this forever. forever. Well, if, I, if, you, oh think, if you think
2: about all the controversy that's been going on this year, I'm not going to weigh in on the kneeling during the National Anthem thing, but I certainly don't think he handled that the way he should have. There is that. There is the Ezekiel Elliott thing. There's the different fines and suspensions and non-suspensions. The NFL's been in some turmoil this year because of Roger Goodell. And if he doesn't do something different, I agree. I think they need to look for a new commissioner.
1: Well, it's not even this year, though. I that think back back to that's to the Ray, Ray Rice, Rice story, story. Sure. And how, and how that was that handled. And, and how the, the you know, you know, Patriots. The Patriots. Deflategate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <to laughs> I, <mean, laughs> I, mean, I mean, everything Patriots. I mean, Deflategate. He's been, been handling this stuff poorly, poorly for
1: years. And to me, at some point, the NFL needs to either cut bait with him or. Well, well, you never no, know, no, with no, no, there no, no, are no, no other, other options, options for me at this point, I'm going to watch
2: I feel like they need to get a guy who, or, a, or a woman who's got some, some gusto, who's got some huevos that's not afraid to stand up and say, this is the way it's going to be, and if you violate this, this is what's going to happen, and then be consistent with what they do. Whether they're more lenient or, or harder on the players, either one, I don't care, as long as they're more consistent. When you hear a player gets suspended and then all of a sudden they're on the field next week and then they're suspended again four games later and then they're on the field again the next week and then they're suspended again, it's crazy. And how do you prepare for that if you're another team? It adds you know, it adds so much different to the other teams having to sit there and watch film and, and start pl- planning on for one player or for another. I mean, it's just not fair all the way around in the league, and I agree. I think Goodell needs to go and they need to bring somebody in there that isn't afraid to set things right. It goes. It goes beyond. Discipline beyond discipline issues. Issues. It goes beyond the discipline issues. It goes on. It goes, on. To, goes to the decisions to, decisions to
1: put, put. Like, I like, like I think I it's, think it's, is it five games, games now
2: overseas, overseas
1: this year? Is it five?
2: I'm not sure. I'm sure it's five. The officiating has gotten worse, and they're not really taking action
1: to really solve that. You know, some some issues, the rules. I, I, you, know, you know, you need, need to make changes. changes, in positive changes, changes, changes with, with a goal. And, and I'm, I'm not, not seeing Roger Goodell, Goodell go back and, back and think of and the things, things he's done and, 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 and consider, okay, this might, not, might be not be a good idea. idea. It's, it's not, not to me a good idea. idea. You, know,
0: you know, and, and at,
1: at some, some point, point here, here, there needs to be a positive change for the direction of the league. I'm very concerned about the direction of the NFL. You know, here at Rams Talk, we're trying to make our livelihood off of Covering, covering this team, this team and, and, and by proxy now, covering, now covering the, league the league as well. As well. And, and so, so we need the, need the league to be, to be healthy. healthy. We, we love, love this sport. sport. And, and that, that needs to be a consideration, consideration for, everybody for everybody in the NFL, NFL. not just the, these silly podcasters. podcasters. The health of, of the game, game matters. matters. And heck, you know, you know
2: talking about, about health, health, I'm, I'm, I'm ranting, ranting now. sorry. Dude, I'm ranting. Well, I'm going to apologize to Jeff Risden from Texans Wire. Uh, Right now, because I'm going to steal a phrase of his that I really liked, and I'm going to adopt it into my own vocabulary. And that is, the NFL front office right now is a cavalcade of crap. (laughs)
1: Even (laughs) Even this this one to me is probably probably the 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 most dangerous dangerous one of all, and And that that is CTE. And and the way way Roger Goodell and the NFL NFL at the the highest highest level level of handling CTE uh, is concerning. concerning. Because, because now you aren't even considering, considering Roy, it's not even it's the health, health of the game, it's the health of the players, players that play that game. And that, and that can, can have, have a, a long-term, long-term effect just with having athletes choosing a different, different sport. sport. And, and so, so the, the NFL, NFL must, must make, make changes. changes. They, they must. must. Or, or we're, we're going, going to see this, see this continuing trend that we're seeing this year of fewer butts in the seats, more controversies, more black eyes to the league. It's just the bottom line. Sure.
2: Folks you turn you in. in, I'm, I'm glad you joined to join us, us tonight, tonight for this spirited
1: episode of, of Rams, Rams Talk, Talk Podcast. The, uh, the uh, for, for Norm, Norm Hightower, Hightower. This, this is, is Man Derek Ziapala. We'll, we'll see you see Sunday for the, the post game.